For today, and probably never again, I'm your host, Rob Leonard, and I'm today I'm joined by Beth and Jared. On today's podcast, we discuss this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, The Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. So, Beth, did Hi, I just sound like a game show host as I read through that thing? You <laughs> sounded fabulous. That was, was not perfect. my real voice. <laughs> sounded like a radio DJ. Thank you. <laughs> the sultry voice. So you're Rob, you were you weren't one of the uh one of the people doing radio with New Paltz, were you? No. With the rest of it? Why weren't you doing that with because us? Because I was an art ed major. You guys were communication majors. Oh. I wasn't cool enough. Who what? What are you... <laughs> So we have no. a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't realize, uh, this is Jarrett, the famous Jarrett that we yes. uh, talk, we talk about. I talk about from time to time, and clearly we went to college together, and clearly he had a news uh, radio show, and I had a uh, art canvas and a Star Wars toy. <laughs> Hi, Jarrett. Hello, I made it. You, you made it. You're here. <laughs> my my fans are appeased. <laughs> Now you could defend all of the things that you're angry about. It could be the airing of the grievances. Oh, I got, I got some bones to pick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I listen, I've listened to every episode, and I got, I got them written down somewhere. Oh, good, because there is an agenda, and I'm glad <laughs> you'll have the secondary agenda in case we don't get through the first agenda. Because Anthony is very specific about the things that we're talking about. He did send us some stuff. So um, for those of you who don't know, how don't you know? If you're listening to this, you know. So Nicolette had the baby last week. Um, baby Violet is happy and healthy, and uh, everybody's doing great. They're home already. The dog couldn't be happier to have that kid around, so that's, like, all good news. So, um, yeah, so Anthony's kind of busy, so he decided <laughs> to uh, let uh, Beth and I um, do this. So we said it before. It's like Anthony's the dad, and he dropped me and Beth off at the mall with a couple of bucks. <laughs> And was like, okay, you guys need to survive for the next couple of hours. And a couple of hours, I'll come pick you up. And hopefully you haven't been robbed or raped or, like, beat up. <laughs> so that's our job, Beth. Yes. We'll, we'll get through it. And a big congratulations to Anthony and Nicolette. Yeah. Their beautiful baby girl. Beautiful baby girl. <laughs> and they're going to have house guests in, like, three yeah. days. <laughs> so buckle up, Nicolette. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, after you have a baby, you're supposed to get it around as many strangers as possible, like, as soon as possible. Well, we've <laughs> we've all been disinfected, and we've all had our shots, so we should be good. Did we all get our shots? Everybody got their shots, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I got mine. You got yours. Yeah. I know Gerald I, got his. Damien I, was on the schedule to get his, so we're good. I sent over a certificate. That's how serious I was. <laughs> I went to... I made an appointment the day he told me I needed to get it, and I... Sent him a photo of the, after I got it. Yep. So clearly, they, Anthony's not an anti-vaccinating person. But they, you guys, literally got like baby shots. No, you got to get a, a Tdap. I think was like the whatever. And you, yeah. you probably have it. Like you get it every you know couple of years. He just wanted to make sure everybody was up to date with their vaccines. Before yeah, I just the baby cough and breathe get, on like, his kid. Whooping cough. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not up to date. 
You're definitely not eating baby violets. <laughs> definitely then. not. No. Good, th- good thing I'm not coming. Yeah, and you're like on the subway every day, aren't you? So you're just riddled with disease, oh I imagine. <laughs> well, not Jim. Just I'm in my apartment most days, so that's even worse. Or you could be riding that bicycle that's hanging from the ceiling. Exactly, where it's just raining its wheel dirt on my head. (laughs) So, Jarrett, welcome. Oh, thank you. So excited. So I know Jarrett for a long time. Uh, We're, oh, wow, we're on like 20 years, buddy. I have known you longer than I have not known you at this point. Oh, how romantic. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so a lot of the good college stories, Jarrett's name usually... uh, pops up along with them and not like drunk stupid stories but usually just kind of <laughs> stupid stories stealing pumpkins in the middle of the night oh, throwing up in mesh trash cans <laughs> sleeping in closets although <laughs> they all hit the Jared highlight reel we need to have like a like a Rob Jared <laughs> story time episode because th- those things all require explanation, but we should not do it now. No, no. Because today we're all business because we are on pop culture podcast, so we got to talk pop culture. Okay? Um, and also, what, do, what are you drinking, Rob? Oh, well, you, thank you for asking. So, <laughs> I am drinking Equilibrium Photon, which is a hoppy pale ale. We're at 4.8. This is the first of the beer in the line. Um, I got another two just in case, and they go increasingly higher in ABV, depending on how bad we're doing today. So the goal is, if, if we're going slow, then I just keep working my way down the line, and then we'll catch up. <laughs> so that makes sense. What are you, you drinking, drinking, Jared? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Brooklyn tap water. Uh, it has not <laughs> it has not been through a Brita filter. Um, I'm sure it's fine. What's the ABV on that? Probably higher than you think. (laughs) (laughs) And Beth is at work, so she's taking shots from underneath the desk. I'm not at work to work. I'm at work for a quiet place to record this podcast. So we're recording on a Sunday, like a Sunday evening. Well, we're evening. You're three o'clock. Evening. Yeah. And uh, Beth broke into her office (laughs) (laughs) and is secretly podcasting while her boss isn't there. I needed a good place. It's, this is perfect. Perfect. So okay. my dogs and cats don't, you know, interrupt. Well, the cats are never a problem. <laughs> no, they're not. My perfect. parents got a, I think I said this the other day, got like a white fluffy Samoyed dog. So they're like the white little, you know, they look like wolves. Oh. And they, this thing is like adorable. She's adorable. She's a baby. She's like a couple of months old. But like the bark the bark is out of control. It's not like a bark like a woof woof, and it's not like a bark like a yipe yipe. It is this high pitch that it just sounds like the melting of brains whenever she makes any sort of sound. And my parents are also just deaf as complete, completely can be, and they don't even hear it. So we're there yesterday afternoon <laughs> trying to eat dinner, and all this thing does is bark, 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 bark. I'm like, can we do something about the dog? And my dad's like, yeah, go outside and strangle it. I'm like, no, we can't do that. That's very violent. <gasps> I know. So we did not strangle the dog. Um, not we got cool, to listen Bob to it Leonard. For a, uh, we got to listen to it for a while. He's just reenacting scenes from Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, do you watch Vikings? Um, I have tried Vikings. Yeah. Uh, I have also stopped watching Vikings pretty soon after that. <laughs> How many episodes did you get? Uh, maybe like two and a half, something like that. Oh. <laughs> so you you committed six hours to Vikings, and then you just had enough. 
They were, they felt very long. <laughs> Beth, how far are you in Vikings? Have you gone back? Um, I'm still only a few episodes in. I haven't picked it back up yet. What are you in the middle of right now? Um, well, I started The Office. We talked about that last week. Um, but, and then I finished Stranger Things, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, but my summers are usually pretty occupied, so I don't have time to watch shows Dope. because I'm occupied with my favorite summer show called Big Brother, which I'm sure you guys have never <laughs> heard of, but that's been my jam for like 20 years and I've watched every season, so that occupied. It's on like three nights a week, so that occupied. And plus there's like live feeds 24-7, so that like occupies my summer. I don't have time to, you know, binge any other shows. So, so here's my series of questions. Number one, Big Brother is still on? That blows yes. my mind. Who the hell's <laughs> watching this show? Big Brother 21 this year. Oh, my God. And it's the same shit, right? It's just a bunch of people in a house and they got cameras all over the place. Yep, exactly. And then, I mean, they get, you know, eliminated every week and there's fights and shit talking. And, you know, it's not physical fights, but, you know, backstabbing, all that fun drama. And then someone wins 500 grand at the end. Is it like live happening right now or is this all pre-recorded stuff? It's live. Like it's right now. Like I could log onto the CBS app with uh, the all access subscription and I could uh, literally watch them in the house right this second what they're doing there's 24 hour live feeds and then the aired shows um, two nights a week it's all stuff that had happened like earlier in the week that's like edited together and then the Thursday night episode is live and it's like when someone gets kicked off so there is a live episode oh but yeah, I can't I believe it's on three times a week who the hell is watching this <laughs> Me. And then you could just go. So you're paying CBS like access to do the live feed. I don't watch them. No, I um oh. I I subscribe like for the first week, like because it's like free or whatever. But no, I don't have time to watch live feeds. But I do um, listen to a podcast every morning oh. that up that gives the whole every rundown of what happened the day before, um, in the house. And then like you know I read the Twitter updates to keep up with it. <laughs> the show edits so much That's, stuff so you know what you gotta they, know what happened three days a week what could they be editing just them sleeping jared <laughs> no, do you watch the show uh no but i'm the only one of the brooklyn crew that does not they all are into it and i just refuse have you ever <laughs> watched it ever when i was living in england like 15 years ago like i watched the british one and it was just like a bunch of people in a house, and I was like, this is entertaining for half an hour. What's it called in England? Uh, it is also called Big Brother. Yeah, I think it's Big Brother UK, and then there's Big Brother Canada now, too. But I think you need to say Big Brother with a British accent. My British accent is terrible. You don't want to hear that. Beth, let's hear the professional <laughs> yeah, British accent. loves mine. Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother UK. That was, I'd sound like Australian yeah. and a crack addict at the same time. <laughs> All right, so you're you're in deep on Big Brother, so that's taken away a lot. What time does that come on? Is it like taking out time like during the work day, or are you no? Like it's time eight at... o'clock and nine o'clock at night. There's like two episodes are on at eight p.m. Sunday night and Wednesday night, and then Thursday night is nine p.m. Blows my mind. <laughs> I came down. Haley was watching Survivor, and I was shocked that Survivor is still on. Yeah, that's that's the big other. You know, that's CBS. Kills it with Amazing Race, Survivor, Big Brother. Those are their bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are like complaining that like they have to pay money to see the Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. But people are paying to see these guys just spying them all day. That's just weird. Yeah. Weirds me out. <laughs> all right. So 
besides Big Brother, we're we're in deep on Stranger Things. You're done with Stranger Things? Yeah, I finished. Jared, are you done with Stranger Things? Uh, I'm also done with Stranger Things. Excellent. All right, Jared, what was your... Well, where do you stand in regards to season two versus season one? Let's establish that. <laughs> okay. Uh, season one, I liked a lot. And season two was a trash fire. <laughs> uh, now, I Jared, thought I was going to like you, Jared. <laughs> why, why ever would you say that? <laughs> well, I, when season one was about something. Season one was, okay, this kid disappeared. What happened to him? And while they're looking for him, all this weird stuff happens. Season two was about something. <laughs> I, I, I saw the recap for, uh, like, before season three at the beginning. It was like last season on, you know, Stranger Things, blah, blah, blah. And I was watching the recap and I was like, did any of this, did this really happen? Like, I didn't remember any of these things in the recap. Season two is the dead pumpkins, right? If you say so. <laughs> Beth, it's, it's the dead pumpkins, right? Yes. Okay. Wait, dead pumpkins? Yeah, wasn't there like pumpkins dying in the pumpkin patch and like, Oh yeah 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 and oh, they so yeah the cops were going remember. out gotcha. to investigate yeah the old man's pumpkin patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So in comparison to season three, Jared, better, worse, indifferent, what do you think? Uh while watching it, I was like, Oh, this seems fine, but at the same time, uh it pretty much went in one ear out out the other. Like if you had a, I can name maybe like three things that happened. And before you say, like, oh, I was on my phone or something, like, I had it on my big TV, I was not doing anything else, I gave it my full attention, and I could not tell you what happened. <laughs> they, were in a, they were in a mall a lot, uh, there was, they shot an octopus with some bottle rockets. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, there was. <laughs> At the end, that, what yeah. was it? What, was it an, what the hell was that thing? That was the, uh, the Demigorgon, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the next oh, level of, course, of Demigorgon. It, of course, the Demigorgon. Yeah. Or was uh, the Demigorgon and... the guy with the face that opens up? Aren't they all, like, Demigorgons? I don't, I don't know. know. They're all well, I don't know. I got yelled at the last time because there was, like, I think I called it Demigorgon, but there's a difference between the Demigorgon and then the dog. Yeah, there were the Demi-dogs were, like, Demi-dogs. the little gotcha. ones. Yeah. But, like, the spider guy is the guy we're talking about, the, like, the meat puppet. Yeah. Gotcha. He's the one that got shot with the bottle rockets. Yeah. So how uncomfortable, <laughs> how uncomfortable were you in a, a range of, like, one to uh, eleven, making out with um, Mike, were you for like the first episode of just uncomfortable physical contact with uh, minors? <laughs> Wait, is that me or is that <laughs> whoever wants to answer it? How did you feel about watching two like thirteen-year-olds just making out for the first whole episode? Isn't that like that seems to like be weren't isn't that a little bit too much for like the first part of like that first episode? Like I tell you guys are welcoming us back of like this. I feel like that was a little bit too much. I get it from like Anthony's perspective, how he says that the the demographic for this is like teenagers like this is their shit. If you dog on it, they will like come for you. So I get that that it's definitely like something that teenagers would be interested to see but there's also you know an adult demographic and yeah it was pretty uncomfortable <laughs> and that's i'm curious of what like the the you know the breakdown of the population of who's watching the show is because i can tell you like that first day and as i said last week both my kids saw it within like 24 hours of it being released so clearly like the mm-hmm. younger demographic is is watching it but like ick i don't know it was a lot of ick that was a little yeah. bit too much for me how would you feel if uh your daughter brought mike home <laughs> 
Rob. <laughs> I would punch him in the dick as soon as he walked into the house. So we, um, I took Haley to <laughs> being the good dad. So we went to the mall today. I got new glasses. These are my new glasses. No big deal. You can't see them. That's okay. So while we were waiting, thank you. While we were waiting, it's like, all right, well, the only thing we got near us is a Ruby Tuesdays, so we're going to slum it at Ruby Tuesdays. Beth, you have Ruby Tuesdays out there? Um, We have Rubies. I don't think we have Ruby Tuesdays. It's like it, a Bennigan's or a TJ thing. or Friday. Same. Whole yeah. Bunch of shit on the wall. Um, so while we're there and we're just kind of chit-chatting, her phone goes off because now my kid is, you know, now she has the phone out, like, at the table like the adults do. <laughs> and I just, and not in a kind of like, what are you doing? And just in kind of like a way, I look at my, and I see some guy's name pop up. And this was like the first that I've ever seen some dude's name pop up. Uh-oh. And it was like, who is that? And she's like, oh, well, you know, it's a group thread. I was like, how many people are in the group thread? Like, oh, like five. I was like, who are the five? And it just becomes this ridiculousness that I always swore I would never become. But I'm absolutely going to become. And Anthony is probably already there, even though his kid is only a week old. Oh, yeah. Just you guys, saying. So you don't monitor your daughter's phone or look at it every once in a while to see what's going on? Every once in a blue moon, it's like, all right, let me just see it real quick. Secret so we just kind of go through it. not expecting it and doesn't have time to delete a bunch of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> she shares the account with my wife, like her Apple account. So if okay. she's like downloading anything like sketchy, um, it'll pop up on Heidi's phone. But yeah, I'm not is she like, allowed going social media. Text. She is not allowed Snapchat. She is not allowed Instagram. She's not allowed Facebook. None of that stuff. Okay, good. She is just at texting right now. So, yeah. Good. Jared, do you Snapchat? Uh, no. Do you have Snapchat? I, I, don't, I think I downloaded it once because young people at work were using it, and then I used it for a day, and I was like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> what do people even send? Like, I know what teenagers send each other. It's all pictures of, like, drugs and, like, you know, uncomfortable pictures. But, like, what do adults <laughs> people send each other on Snapchat? Is it the same stuff? What even is the same? Like, Snapchat, what's the appeal of it? It's just like you send something and it goes away after a certain amount Yeah, of time? I guess. That that's, I, I, like I said, I've said before, like, I use it because, like, there's the funny filters or, like, filters that make me look a lot prettier than I am. <laughs> but, oh, but, like, Beth. <laughs> like, um, my friend, like, will send me, like, Snapchats of her baby or, like, you know, it, it's a quick way to, like, as opposed to typing out a text if, and you don't want to make a phone call if you want to tell your friend something, like, send him a quick video snap. But I hardly use it to, like, post anything. Like I said, I just use it for the camera mainly. But, you know, it's, it's a thing. I guess that's what adults it's funny. use it for. It's and I'm funny. sure adults use it inappropriately, too, as well. Because oh, that was, I think, the intent of it when it first came out. Sweet. Yeah, you send, send a picture, you know, it stays there for 15 minutes, and then it evaporates into the ether 15 somewhere. 15 seconds. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny but. that we're doing a pop culture podcast, and it is the current like pop culture social media device, and none of us use it yeah. <laughs> because we're all a hundred years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so Stranger Things, Jared, thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, are you in for the series, like a season four? Or I mean, I'll watch it just out of social obligation because if you don't, if you don't watch it, people just yell at you like, "Why haven't you watched it?" Uh. uh but I'm not looking forward to it coming in. <laughs> it's it's homework. At the, oh. It's homework at this point. That's really what it is. There was a guy I was hanging out with the other day, and you know, I was like, "Oh, Stranger Things season three. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna see it." I was like, "Oh, great." He's like, "Well, how is it?" I was like, "Well, it was good. It was better than season two. He's like, "I haven't seen season two. I was like, "Oh, well, did you see season one?" Right. He said, "No." So I was like, "Oh, you're getting into a cold?" Yeah. Do you think I should watch it? 
And I was like, I don't know, you know, because this is at this point, the hype for that show is more than it ever was for the people that watched it that first year that I don't think it's going to be able to hang on to any sort of expectation. So like the first season was like quaint and cute and it was like had a look to it. And I think that's what made everybody really excited about it. And the storytelling is good, but it's not like, oh, my God. So I think somebody coming into it like blind right now is going to be pretty disappointed. I don't even get how they can. How would you figure out what's going on if you just jumped into it? They just, as you said, there's a social obligation to know what is happening, and that's what they want to do. So wait, he was going to start at season one or just start at season three? No, he was going to. He was like, based on the successes of season three, he was like, all right, well, I'll just do the whole series. Okay. And that was the thing. I was like, hard. I was hard to put my stamp of approval. I was like, well, I really like it, but um, I can't back up the hype for it. You know. I mean, I just jumped into it like a month ago, but I like everything, so I'm not someone to, <laughs> that can give advice on that. And you also did Game of Thrones, the entire thing, in like four weeks. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> but it took you a month to get through Serenity. Not Serenity. Yeah. Firefly. Firefly. I'll get yelled at for that one, too. Sorry, Anthony. Jared, you watch Firefly, right? Of course, I'm not a monster. Oh, so like <laughs> Firefly versus Battlestar Galactica, which one are you going for? Oh, I know. Don't, don't do that to me. Shit. <laughs> so, okay, the, see, the thing is, Firefly got did, was a one and done. Yeah. And Battlestar had like three really awesome years, and then kind of like it kind of got a little whatever toward the end. Um, I mean, I guess I guess I'd say Battlestar just because there's more of it. Nice. Uh. But that's tough. You know, we had the you, you went with me to the um, that weird convention in Jersey, right? That Billy, we went to Billy D. Williams. No. Yes. So like this is ten years ago. Easy. We went to go see Billy D. Williams, Ray Park, the dude who played Darth Maul. And while we were wandering around, are you sure that wasn't you? I could swear it was you. There was a that was before I had seen Battlestar Galactica. So somebody was trying to convince me to watch one or the other. So we stopped off at, and it was before Firefly was like Firefly. It was Marina, you know, the Deadpool's girlfriend. Yeah. Background. Thank you. Marina background. Right. That too. Um, and she was sitting right there. And I think sitting next to her was the redheaded chick from uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, whatever the heck her name was. And then that was the discussion. I'm like, all right, of the two, which one do we watch? And, like, some rando that was standing right there as we were, like, having, like, this little friendly debate was just like, oh, it's Battlestar. It's Battlestar all the way. It's like, oh, well, what makes it any better? It's like, oh, it's so much better. It's, like, grounded in reality. Like, it's really kind of, like, it's a lot more violent. And it, you know, it has, like, a language to it. And it's funny because as you, like, watch Firefly, it has all of those things. As a matter of fact, I think it probably has more of that stuff. But um, they curse in Battlestar Galactica, which is like the big kind of bonus. <laughs> oh, and the uh, the second movie had full frontal nudity for some reason in Battlestar. <laughs> they made so remember they made two movies. They made one I think it was it was called Razor. Oh right, yeah. Uh, and that was the Admiral Kane stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And then they made another one. I think it was just called The Plan. Oh right, and The Plan. Yeah, and there's like scenes where like so like someone's like I gotta go take a shower and they just walk into a shower with a bunch of na- actual naked people I'm like this is I was like fine but this is not it's like an 80s <laughs> comedy showering. it's like police academy background it was, yeah it was like, or like Revenge of the Nerds or something <laughs> like that and there was like some other scene where like Colonel Ty was at a bar drinking with his wife and the bartender was just naked for no reason <laughs> it's because Colonel Ty was there 
people oh, are dropping okay. culture kernels high all over the place. I remember we met. I remember we met him. That was a good time. That was the one that he was like, "Hey, can you write the line?" So Beth, excuse us here for this one minute. Yeah. So we're like, "Can you write?" It's in the fracking ship, and his head comes up and he glares at him. It's in the fracking ship. We were gonna have beers with that guy. That guy was awesome. <laughs> that was another Billy D. Williams. Oh, you were there for Adam West then. Which uh, I probably was, but what's that's what the one Adam that it was like? There was no line for Adam West, and like I went up to him with my picture oh, and yes. was like, "Here, Batman, can you sign my picture?" And he ignores me, and then his guy who's sitting right next to me is like, "No, start over here, buddy." So I go over and I start over there, and he's like, "What do you want him to write?" I was like, "I'll just tell him he's right here," and there's literally nobody behind me. He's like, "Tell me what you want him to write." I was like, "To Rob," so he puts it on a post-it note, "To Rob." slides it over to Adam West. I'm so excited to meet Batman. And by the time I actually, like, pay the dude and slide over, he already signed the picture and, like, threw it at me. So I'm like, oh. So that was the, <laughs> my negative Adam West review. Bummer. Broke the heart of a 33-year-old Rob Leonard. No big deal. <laughs> I, it was really weird that no one was lining up to see Adam West when people line up to see, like, the Green Ranger or... <laughs> people go batshit crazy for the Green Ranger set. Yeah. I remember, like, two, we went two years ago. He had a line out the door. I was like, is that that's just the it's, Power Ranger, right? He's just super excited to meet everybody. <laughs> and just everybody loves him. Lord knows why. All right. So, all right. So, Stranger Things, check. Oh, you're going to ask what I thought of it? Oh, what did you think of Stranger Things, Beth? <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'm here. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Doing um, my job. <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, it's. It had up and downs. Like, I. Some points I really liked. Some points I was like, really? And then I was like, I don't know if we're going to spoil or if they're planning to do like an actual pod about season three, but spoil I wasn't it, happy it. about, you know, <laughs> Hopper. Oh. Um, and then, like, I thought the end was perfect. Like, it was a perfect closure show's over we don't need a season four and then a couple credits run and then boom we're definitely getting a season four because there's like a, a cliffhanger so i don't know how i'll feel about a season four or how they'll do it or what they'll do but i thought season three was good so we, I, we you know episode one had a little you know sean astin in it so oh, i was right. i was happy <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be in Boston, by the way, at the end of the month for Fanboy Expo. Just saying. Uh oh. Uh oh. Man. So, and it was like it, again, it, it was just it was a wonky kind of warm up to that episode with all the other stuff that was going on in there. Um, but you didn't like you didn't get sucked into like the cry fest of like the last five minutes of the last episode of her reading the uh, letter. Just like yeah, uh, I was like crying for sure. That's what I was saying. It was perfect. It was an awesome ending. It was a good send off the letter. I was definitely crying. Um, it, it was funny because like the whole season, because I love Hopper. He's been like one of my pretty much my favorite character throughout the whole thing. He was so unlikable in this season. Like he was such a dick, and the way he was treating Joyce, like I was like so removed from him. But then when all that happened, like I lost it. Like I was so sad. And then yeah, with the letter, like so it 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 helped. Like you know bring back a likeness to him but i did not think he was likable at all this season was it the mustache was the mustache making you angry at him <laughs> that didn't help <laughs> was it, it the was magnum more shirt his anger and his attitude and his entitlement that bothered me <laughs> but <laughs> how did you feel about jonathan and nancy um i was 
kind of indifferent to them. I didn't really like, you know, they didn't do much for me either either way. So it's funny. I was reading this thing about the Stranger Things um, kids per episode, you know, paycheck that they get. Mm-hmm. So just and these are like these are numbers that are reported to I, wherever the hell I read it. I could have wrote it on like I read it on like the chive. So it's um, from what I read, Hopper and Joyce. So David Harbor and uh, Winona Ryder are making like four hundred thousand dollars an episode for their mm-hmm. time. Um, Eleven is making three hundred thousand per episode. Um, all of the kids, Lucas, Will, um, the redheaded chick. Um, everybody, Dustin. all of those guys, Dustin. Everybody's making two fifty, and then here's what like hurt. So like you, you don't feel too bad. Like Jonathan, Nancy, and Uma Thurman's daughter all are making one fifty, but Steve is making one fifty, and I feel what? like Steve needs more money. Steve, yeah. it's time to renegotiate <laughs> your contracts. He's way yeah. He's he's so great. I okay. I died tell me you didn't die when he was like high or whatever off the drugs that those bad men gave him and when he was like that hot chick was alex p keaton's mom when they were watching (laughs) back to the future tell me you caught that i was dying at the alex p keaton reference (laughs) just keep the 80s references rolling (laughs) yes it was so good awesome and that orange julie like there was a lot of like great 80s stuff in it yeah um but it totally looked like the sunrise mall Jarrett, were you, like, transported to 1985? Um, They did get a lot of, like, the really weird-ass obscure stores that are long gone, which I was very happy about. (laughs) Was there ever a Ships Ahoy? Not a Ships Ahoy. Whatever the ice cream Um, joint was? uh, I don't know. There might have been. Was it just, like, meant to be a Baskin-Robbins? I think it was a thing, because I thought I saw someone, like, post on social media, like, a picture of, like, a Ships Ahoy or whatever, like actually like not in a mall like outside so i feel like it might have been a real thing only got those things in indiana we weren't <laughs> cool enough to have them dude you know what's over here is a roy rogers i saw it the Shut other up. day off you can go on the throughway to roy rogers you can get your french fries in a holster oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait it's it's in it's in a rest stop though right yeah okay so uh, so sorry beth but back in college <laughs> <laughs> uh our friend was dating this girl who really, really loved Roy Rogers, which was, Roy Rogers was not around even, the, it was long gone by those days still, but she loved it so much that she used to drive down the throughway to the rest stop to get Roy Rogers. Because don't you want dry hamburgers and overly it's, fried french fries? weird roast beef, is that what they had? I feel like that was a thing. Yeah, it was roast beef. It was like yeah, okay. the Arby's, like the McDonald's and Arby's had a baby. Actually, that's not true. If Wendy's and Arby's had a baby, <laughs> it would be Roy Rogers. <laughs> and she used to, and like it wasn't close. Like I think she drove to like almost Albany to, get, to go there. <laughs> Worth it. So Beth, you have you Roy guys, Rogers? Ha- no, I've never heard of Roy Rogers. Never <sighs> had it. It's, it's, it is not. You're good. missing something. How did you guys feel about the uh, Dustin Susie uh, never-ending story? Sing, sing along. Did you, uh. did you read that thing? That like she's the cause of Hopper's death. Yes, I read that. Someone <laughs> said, yeah, because if they hadn't have spent all that time singing the song and she would have just given the code, he wouldn't have died. <laughs> bitch. So by the way, we're like thirty minutes in and we've touched like two subjects. Just trying right. to drop it in. <laughs> I, I said I'm trying. <laughs> 
I thought we were doing just pretty doing good. We, like, we're like slowly just... moving into things. I thought we were all right. So well, we had to restart like six times. So. And I was trying to move on there, Beth. And then you told you pulled me. I back know. In I wanted. You were I wanted to, to give my Stranger Things right. input anyway. All right. So all right. So we're moving on. <laughs> That's what you get. All right. So Anthony, part of Anthony's agenda was, and I'm quoting Jarrett seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And we all kind of assumed, like, shit, Jared saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Like, how did he see it? How so, Jared, Anthony, how, how was I Once saw. Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> uh, you know, season one was... Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm taking this as Anthony baiting us to argue about Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, right. <laughs> so, I'll say, I'll say this about Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, although I am not on Team DiCaprio... Uh, Rob hates him so much, I'm pretty convinced that you met him at some point and he touched you inappropriately. <laughs> I have not met Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> he looks like that kind of guy. That's not true. I I'm met sure him and he is guy. a very lovely I'm human sure. being. He's a lovely human being just dating 20-year-olds in his 40s. I mean, more power to him. Victoria's Secret model after Victoria's Secret model. Is he? Is that what's happening right. right now? He's like, Oh, he's always dating models. Yeah, like they, they hit 25 and he just, I assume he hasn't killed and he just replaces him <laughs> with another one. See, I never said he murdered anybody. <laughs> Do you feel that he is the, uh, what's the best way to put it without kind of being ridiculous? One of the best actors of the modern age. Okay, I'll put it this way. He is in a lot of very good movies. Uh, but what's that? I've actually been, I put a lot of thought into this, for, which I shouldn't be doing. Um, the best I can come up with was there's like some baseball stat. I think it's called like wins above replacement or like wins over replacement. It basically means like uh as a player like if we replaced you with someone else like how much better or worse would your team do sure and i feel like his stat is low like if we took any leo Leonardo dicaprio movie and swapped in any competent actor i don't think the movie would suffer at all so what you're saying is leonardo dicaprio is not really bringing anything unique to the roles as much as he's just performing the role I, yeah, I would say, like, if you took Wolf of Wall Street and threw in Jake Gyllenhaal instead of Leonardo DiCaprio, it's the same movie. So that's, it's the movie that? that's good, it's not Leo, is what you're I saying. I think he has a mystique that gets him lots of good movies, but he yeah. is not necessarily the one making them good. He's not bad. He's, uh, you know, he reads the lines convincingly, and I'm like, oh, all right, he's <laughs> he's doing it better than I could. Smashes a glass <laughs> with his hand, and he still acts like out of boy. Yeah, and he, he screams at the top of his lungs, he puts, he, he gives it, he's trying. I mean, say nothing else. He is trying. Uh, but it's funny but, that Jake Gyllenhaal is the the analog Leonardo DiCaprio that we just kind of stick in there. So the reason I said pick Jake Gyllenhaal is whenever... Uh, Did you watch Entourage? No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Entourage is probably the worst show I've ever watched all the way through. But <laughs> there was like a running joke when the main character like passed on the movie. Uh, his agent would always be like, oh, if he passes on it, then it goes to DiCaprio. If he passes, it goes to Gyllenhaal. If he passes, it goes to Keanu. Or, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Keanu can do no wrong. I don't know if you know this. He's a, he's a saint. <laughs> so now, if you took Leo out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and you substituted uh, Keanu Reeves for that, does it stay oh, the same movie? Oh, ten times better movie. <laughs> okay, but Beth is like, I'm- what is happening? I will say this about Keanu. See, Keanu, I actually think, is a really bad actor, but yeah. he is aware he is a bad actor, yeah. and he picks stuff that he can handle very, very carefully. Yeah, I agree. Like he's, 
Yeah, like he's not picking. Uh, like he's not. Tr- he's not playing like a drug dealer, like trying to reconcile with his father. <laughs> <laughs> he's working his own role. He is the exactly. Chuck Norris of the modern age. And Chuck I'm, Norris knew what he uh, was going to do. <laughs> and I am very excited about Bill and Ted Three. <laughs> are you really? Oh, are you kidding me? What's wrong with you? I, like, I, it's one of those things like do we need it do we really of need c- Bill and Ted 3 do we need anything the world's gonna end fuck it let's get a Bill and Ted 3 going <laughs> there is a new Saw movie coming out mm. that was on my do you now you guys I, know that the was deal? gonna be the interesting segue that was the yes interesting segue. It, that was a dynamite segue thanks You're, buddy this host thing is really it's really your forte <laughs> uh do, <laughs> So, so Robert, Bob, do you know why I brought this movie up and what makes it interesting? Not a clue. I didn't even know they were making one. Okay, so we are up to Saw, I believe, 9 at oh this point. Shit. But the noteworthy thing is it is starring Chris Rock. It is based on his idea. And his father is be- being played by Samuel L. Jackson. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. All of a sudden, it's a movie I want to watch. Exactly. <laughs> And it's like, it's coming, it's like already shot, it's like, it's coming out? Uh, I think they're sh- shooting it now, maybe? Like, it's not, I, I think it comes out in, um, not this Halloween, the next Halloween. Oh. <laughs> but, like, what? <laughs> Nine Saw movies? Is it the same shit, each one? Like, someone gets oh, like, locked in a room and you gotta saw something off? No, see, they get market. the first one was that, the second one was they're locked in a house, so now, you know, it's different. And then after that, they just they just became a they started playing with the timeline like some things are a flashback, some things are a flash forward. Blah 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 blah. Is there like a Saw cinematic universe? Is there like a whole lore that goes along with it? Um, I'll say this. Yeah, I mean, there's not like parallel movies. Like there's just the one. Like there's all spinoffs. But the main guy, the the bad guy in Saw, dies in the third one, and everything after that is done in flashbacks. Uh, and it's just like, oh, let's flash back. He had this plan all along. And his plan is so complicated. <laughs> like, it would have been easier to cure the cancer that killed him than to come up with all these plans <laughs> for long after, for decades after he died. So, Beth, I, I take it you've never seen a Saw movie? I have never, ever seen a Saw movie, no. <laughs> I have never um, seen a Saw movie myself. Not my thing. Saw, What's that Saw little one. creepy guy's name on the bicycle? Like Jigsaw, right? Jigsaw, Jigsaw that's, yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh... I would say one's worth watching. If you're into it, two is kind of okay, and then you can stop. <laughs> and then nine, obviously. That's, yeah. Just skip right to nine when it comes out. <laughs> and Death Pirate Roberts is, like, the main guy in the first oh, one, Oh, right? yes. So, spoilers for Saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dread Pirate Roberts is in Dread. the first one, and he's, like, the victim. And then the twist at the end of, I think at the end of eight, is that he was the real bad guy all along. He oh was? He Wesley was the bad guy? Wesley, yeah. He disappeared from the seven movies, and it turns out he was planning everything behind the scenes while uh, the re- bo- while Jigsaw was dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's poetry. It's <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes. It's like nice. Godfather, Saw 7, and then, like, on the waterfront. Like, right, <laughs> right after that. Yeah, he popped up in Stranger Things. He was the douchey mayor. Oh, he did pop. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Red Pirate Robert. That's the guy from, um, yeah. Uh, Princess Bride, right? Carrie El. Carrie Elvis. Elvis. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was. Right now, Amazon has the crush on with Alicia Silverstone <laughs> and that guy. 
And it's one of those things like, shit, I remember watching that movie when I was a kid and I was like, I really want to watch it. But like on the other end, I really don't want to watch it. So I'm very, you know, I'm trying to convince Heidi to watch it with me. Obviously, she's not, but we're working on it. So, when, so back when that movie, back when Crush came out, um, I was walking through the mall with, uh, with Greg, actually. And we got stopped for like a focus group and they asked us if we would watch movie, that, the trailer for The Crush. And then they asked us questions about it for like half an hour. I've got a, we were probably like 12 and then they were like, oh, thanks. And they gave us like bags of Doritos, but they weren't like, it wasn't Doritos. Oh, it was just were, like a plain, it was a plain white bag. Spiked. Oh, really? It was a plain white bag with some chips on it. And they just gave us five of them. Like, Thank you, creepy what? lady. And you started eating them and then hallucinating. <laughs> we had no qualms about just eating mystery Doritos from a stranger oh. that we were given in the mall because we were 12. I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> Seems nothing weird here. <laughs> See, Beth, we wouldn't do that while we're out on Anthony's twenty dollar mall day. No, we would not. <laughs> all right, so we got also um, Spider Man is like not doing as well as everyone kind of assumed Spider Man was going to do. So I, the people that are going to see it, everyone seems to have the same reaction. The reaction is meh. Mm-hmm. So it's Jared. Did you see Spider Man yet? Uh, I did see it. Did you, you guys didn't see it. I didn't no. see it, but you could spoil the hell uh, out of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I don't want to spoil too much. Okay, so this isn't really a spoiler because if you know anything about Spider Man, like you know this. But shocker, Jake Gyllenhaal is the villain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that shows up out of nowhere is like, "Hey, Peter, let's be friends." Like bad guy. <laughs> um, so Rob, you'll appreciate the whole trip is a school. Tri- sorry, the whole movie takes place on a school trip. And they really nail that aspect of it, like all the weird, like teacher idiosyncratic things, like the like they're scheduled to do something that's like awful, but the teachers will have to pretend like, oh yeah, we want to go, yeah, let's go to the opera, sure. Just looking for the bars instead. (laughs) Yeah, like yeah, totally. Um, And like all the kids, like everyone, the kids all act like high school kids. It gave me some traumatic flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it is. It was really good up until. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal reveals his, like, little plan. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but his his powers are a little too crazy by half. Like, once they reveal he's the bad guy, it's kind of like, hey, like, if, if like, this is... Should I just spoil it? Does anyone really care? Just go ahead. Just do it. Yeah. It's okay. Okay, all right. Spoiler so, alert. Spoiler alert. I'm spoiling every fucking thing. So, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal shows up, uh, and he's like, hey, Peter, we're, we're friends. Oh, you're in Europe? Good, because I'm fighting these evil things that are, like, anonymous, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Uh, so Spider-Man helps him fight some evil things, and then it turns out that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is not like a su- he's not a superhero. What he's doing is he's an ex-Stark employee uh, who has been using. Do you remember at the beginning of Civil War the little um, that scene with Tony Stark where he like sees his parents and he like he looks young and it's all like a hologram kind of oh, a thing. Oh yeah, 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 sure. So Jake Gyllenhaal has been using that to make it look like he's been fighting these demons all over the world so everyone will think he's the new greatest superhero because ah. the whole thing is is because the whole thing with the movie is that uh tony stark's gone so there's kind of like a power vacuum so everyone thinks it's going to be peter but jake gyllenhaal is like not nah, it's going to be me um and the way he's doing yeah so he's there's like drones flying around they're like making projections and that's what the monsters are blah blah blah, blah. but so it gets mysterio too... has like no like mutant powers whatsoever no no, no like it's, it's like all on his head. yeah it's all just like a it's just a suit like that's all it really is oh. and he was like 
Uh, like, he's the guy that made the holograms, and Tony Stark, you know, never gave him credit, so he's just, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, like, all that shit with, like, the water is coming to life in the previews, that is all, all hologram? That is all, yeah, all projections. Oh. And then the drop, really? yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. that's what I'm saying, it's a little too crazy. Um, the end credit scene is the best one out of all 20-whatever movies. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm giving, you sure you want this spoiled? Spo- spoiler alert, go ahead. Alright, fuck, so... <laughs> J.K. Simmons shows back up as J. Jonah Jameson. Awesome. <laughs> Running the Daily Bugle. Oh, that's the, awesome. The theater stood up and cheered like they won the Super Bowl. That's awesome. <laughs> and that was it? He's just like, hey. He's, he's there, and then uh, also, like, um, so when Jake Gyllenhaal dies, he, like, records, like, a video as he's dying, and he tells everyone that he's uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man, and, like, that's how it ends. So, like, everyone knows who he... Like, it's not a secret now, so the secret's out. So everyone can go fuck with him. Um, But, yeah, I mean... How many stars would you give it? Out of of 10-point scale for Tyler. We're doing 10? Stars or points? uh, Six, seven, somewhere in there. It's it's good. It's like, like it wasn't a waste of time, but... Was it better than um, not, what's the other Homecoming? Then Homecoming, no, uh, no just because Homecoming was kind of like surprising. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's it is pretty good. Um, aside, if the villain thing was ironed out, it probably would have been a lot higher. But it was just a little too. Uh, it was just a little too weird. I wonder how <laughs> how much did it make? Let's find out. As you I mean, I'm sure it made money. Like. Yeah, and plus because it opened on Wednesday, right? Or. I saw it like was Wednesday the fourth. It is nearing eight hundred and eight hundred and fifty million worldwide. Oh, no money at all. So yeah. So what you're saying? It's not worth eight hundred and fifty worldwide. I would not pay eight hundred million dollars to see it, but domestically <laughs> just shy of two hundred and seventy-five million. Holy moly! Oh yeah, so it's. But I mean, like you know, the theater has air conditioning. You can get some popcorn. It it kills some time. (laughs) Just see it in like a monster theater, or did you just go to like you know? No, we see. No, we have the the trash theater by me, where everyone just yells at the screen constantly. And (laughs) at least you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's the worst theater, but it it is. uh, It's what's it's what we got. (laughs) All right, all right. So other big news this week. My boy, Uncle Harrison Ford, Uncle Harry, his birthday just this week, 77. 77? Doesn't 77. he look good for 77? And they didn't even start shooting um, Yeah, I was about Indy to say, when did, they sh- when did they shoot that? He's older than my mom. That's how old he is. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, just saying. But, um... They had, like, it was a Harrison Ford, like, marathon on TV the last couple of days. But the, the one I stumbled upon, and I, you forget how good it was, was Air Force One. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Air Force One. Amazing. With, with our boy Gary Oldman in it. Oh. Ah. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Who just plays a dick in it, but he's a terrorist, so he's <laughs> supposed to be a dick. But you forget, like, how many endings. Speaking about, like, the Lord of the Rings-style endings, that movie's got, like, 12 endings. Mm. Does it really? It's not just get off my plane and he punches him and... No, I gone. mean, that's ending number one. Get off my plane. And then he kicks... And you freak... I thought he just kicks him off the plane. No, dude's got parachute, but he, like, breaks his neck before he actually kicks him out. But he does <laughs> He does deliver the line. 
but then there's the whole like the whole bit is like about a Russian that they're trying to release from imprisonment and like there's a whole ending with that and then they have to get everybody off the plane because the plane can't be like you can't land the plane anymore because it's got too much damage because the Soviet MiGs came to shoot it down but then as they're like moving people off the plane then like we find out that a Secret Service guy is like a bad guy and it's like Jesus Christ it's like it's just a little bit too much but what's funny is it's directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who is more famously known for a never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it was his next movie. <laughs> it wasn't his next movie, but it was uh, it was pretty close. So it's been a never-ending um, a never-ending string of hits, I guess. So let's get this straight. Indiana Jones is going to be seventy-eight by the time they start shooting. Yep. The only way this movie works is if it's all done in flashback of Indy on his deathbed. And he's like, I remember punching Nazis. And then they flash back to Shia LaBeouf playing him, his younger self. If, if the world is a fair place, Shia LaBeouf will not show up in Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> Rob, I probably shouldn't even have to ask this, but uh, what is your favorite Harrison Ford movie? Raiders of the Lost Ark. It. Okay. Yeah. It's what about you, oh. that's not even my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Really? Really? That's yeah. Last Crusade, man. Are you kidding me? Is your favorite Harrison Ford movie? Oh no, that's um. I mean, Six Days, Seven Nights with Anne Heche. Uh, <laughs> it's just a it's just a tour de force. <laughs> everyone forgets back then she Stop was married it. to Ellen, and they're like, oh yeah, my god, can a- deal. can Anne Heche pretend to be straight? And I'm glad we got over that hump, thankfully, as a society. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, favorite... Favorite Harrison Ford. Shit. I mean, it'd it'd have to be one of the... Probably... Yeah, maybe... Maybe Last Crusade. Gotcha. Or, um... I'm trying to think of other terrible movies. The Fugitive. Hollywood Homicide. Hollywood Homicide. (laughs) Literally, that's Uh, my favorite Harrison Ford movie. Hollywood Homicide? I love that movie, Yeah. Isn't that where, like, Michael J. Fox? I was a big Josh Hartnett no, fan Josh Hartnett. back Hartnett. in the day, and rest, so I've watched peace, that one I a think. lot. Josh Hartnett is not a dead. No, is he's he? not. No. no. What's the matter with you? What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, I thought Rip Torn was dead for a while. Until he he is dead. Week. Yeah, I know now. Oh. But I'm, I'm saying leading up. <laughs> I thought he was dead for at least a decade before that. Yeah. Gotta make those Men in Black movies. <laughs> So Uncle Harry 77. Looking forward to seeing him next week at Comic-Con, which yeah. he won't be there, but we're going to be looking. Does I'll he ever show up? He never shows up to those things, right? Yeah, I think he's he been show- to Comic-Con a few years back. Yeah. Did you ever meet Harrison Ford? Beth? No, oh, I-, I never have. I've, like, been in person and, like, within, you know, feet of him, but I, I, so I've never gotten a picture with him, so I guess I've technically met him because I've, you know, but I always associate getting a photo with someone as meeting them, but no, I don't have a photo with him. Jared, what's your favorite celebrity encounter? Um, let me think. Oh, actually, uh, oh, okay, New York, I got one. New York Comic Con, it wasn't even, (laughs) this wasn't even me, but I was with my friend Amory, this was like, I think it might have been the first year I went, like, when it was still, like, not a big deal, and the people doing autographs, like, they didn't have the autograph hall, it was just, like, just out in the open, just walk up to anyone, and we walked up to Gary Coleman, <laughs> and my friend Amory Rest asked him, my friend, oh, yeah, oh, jeez, all right, I'll speak, I'll Bastard. speak a little bit, yeah, speak fine. nicely, 
Yeah. Uh, my friend Henry walked up to him and asked him for a picture with her, like, flip phone. That's how long ago this was. And he he charged her five bucks for the flip phone. Oh, Gary Coleman. <laughs> was he nice? Was he... A, well, obviously... He no, was no, he was, he was not... He did not want to be there. He was oh. just like... Like, he was just like, oh, got a picture? And he just looked at it and went, like, five bucks. Like, oh. all right. And then we did it and we walked away. <laughs> That's when it's icky. That's when you make it. You got to at least like, again, we talk about like romance. You got to romance me yeah. a little bit. And then hit me for five bucks. Like I'm ready to go. With your ro- low resolution <laughs> Motorola Razor. She <laughs> still got that picture. It's investment now. Collectors <laughs> oh my item. God. It's just, I, I got to text. I'll text her after this. I got to see if I can get that photo. Gary Coleman. <laughs> I'm bummed by Miss Gary Coleman at Comic-Con. So this week yep. brings us San Diego Comic-Con. This is our big... This is the big reunion, or the big union. Yeah. So we are ready to go. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. We had a last-minute change in the hotel, not the hotel, but the bed and breakfast. But no, it's not even a bed and breakfast. Airbnb. I don't know what that is. Airbnb, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. And um, Anthony, even though he was, like, coaching his wife through labor, still fixed it all. So thank you, Anthony. You're the MVP. Yes. yes. But, yeah. Have, have you uh, have you been to San Diego yet? No. With us? Nope. It's my first time in that city. I kind of want to go, but then I found out the whole thing with like getting tickets is like a lottery or something like that. So I got yeah, that right. Yeah, that's what Anthony was saying. Is that it's like you have a one percent likelihood of getting tickets if you haven't gone in the past, as opposed to like New York Comic Con, you have a hundred percent chance of getting a ticket if you've never gone in the past. <laughs> I mean, for us, because we we have the loophole that we don't share. Shh. No, we don't share the loophole. Leave the loophole alone. <laughs> we don't want to so get Rob, in trouble. I, uh, sorry, go on. No, God. I was going to say I checked the weather for San Diego next week. We're yeah. looking at a, a nice 72, 73 on oh, the days we're lovely. there. We're right on the harbor. Nice. It's going to be beautiful. You know, like every day in San Diego. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're at 90 degrees, 80% humidity right now. So it's like. Yeah, we're at like 94 degrees here today and southern california but it's not humid it's just hot but the weather is perfect in san diego yes it's gonna be amazing are you all packed yet or are you like a last minute packer i'm gonna pack up um tuesday so i got so owen is also leaving he is going to his grandmother's house for like the week so it's just gonna be heidi and Haley. so i'm gonna have the two girls home along with the dog Mm. and i have separately spoken to both of them as like that you each have to be alive by the time we come back <laughs> because right now they are ready to strangle each other so Uh-oh. it's like that's you know it, this is just like this is like teenage versus like mom level stuff uh-huh. so um and i'm looking around make sure nobody's around so they don't yell at me <laughs> so that's the goal is to have the, the leonard women stay alive while i'm in san diego and <laughs> owen's in the hamptons <laughs> so yeah he's doing okay so yeah, he's he's heading out Tuesday. So once he's all done, then I'm gonna start packing me up and getting ready to go. But I'm getting pretty excited. I know it. If it, 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 I don't know. There's no other way to say it. It came so quick. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, I, I was trying to find another I way get to say it. it. But <laughs> but yeah, it did. It, it's here already. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Did they do? Have you been keeping up with like the announcements and like the schedule and all that other stuff? Um. Anthony sent, you know, stuff here and there. Um, he 
update from I think last week when we were talking about how there was going to be no Vikings for the first time since they've been on actually oh, right. there are going to be um, a couple people from Vikings including Miss Catherine Winnick um, and they're doing like axe throwing right yeah they're doing like yeah like tra- axe throwing or sword something yeah some sort of uh training or whatever but so that's that's a positive update for and anthony it's too bad because that's the day we're leaving <laughs> i know it's on saturday so you know maybe maybe they'll be around earlier you know on friday or so hopefully i feel bad that one i feel bad because we're kind of leaving early because of my flight's on saturday i like he's getting home back to the family like but yeah if it wasn't for me trying to catch the flight he might get that extra day yeah just saying so i do there's i think, a I think we there. might have some luck with friday hopefully yeah, you know why would they you know come to town i mean i, I don't know who knows we'll see but either way action. anthony's super excited he says it's going to be fun regardless of of anything just because the whole crew will be together which is totally exactly. true and no tattoos no tattoos still. Jared, you getting a tattoo yeah. while you're out there? No, I've, I'm not as against tattoos as you are. You're just, you're irrational about it. My, my body is a <laughs> temple, sir. If I was somewhere where, like, if I was a group of 10 people and they're all like, we're all getting tattoos, I probably would get the tattoo. Oh, there you go. That's all unless, it's going to take, everybody. That's the I mean, kind of attitude we need around that, here. Unless it's like, you know, <laughs> unless everyone's getting like a black tear on their face. Uh, <laughs> or a Mike Tyson level. Yeah, exactly. But if it's just like a heart with an arrow through it on my left butt cheek, then sure, let's rock. <laughs> or a peach emoji. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Oh, there you go. Pick an, emo- pick an emoji. You know? <laughs> Beth, this is the kind of feedback that everyone's looking for. <laughs> no tattoos. We're good. We're good. If I came back, she would, yeah. She'd yell at me first, and then she'd fly out there and yell at all you guys. Just saying. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to make Heidi mad. Yeah, don't make Heidi mad. <laughs> no, wait, Beth, yeah. you've, you've been to San Diego before, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So, the New York one has pretty much turned into a store that opens once a year, and, like, you can't do anything. Like, you can't see... The panels are, like, out of the question unless you, like, camp out. Is, like, the mm-hmm. San Diego one like that? Yep, that's exactly Ugh. how it is. People are, like, camped out overnight, sleeping on the street outside of the convention center to to see a panel. Ugh. It's See, crazy. I don't get that. What's the hell's the difference of like seeing a panel in person versus like seeing a panel like stream like simultaneously? Zero difference in my opinion. So I don't. <laughs> because a lot of those seats are like all the way in the back. You're looking at the screen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it I like don't... an exclusive? Because I've been at panels that it's like you get like an exclusive thing if you're in the room, like a pin or a poster or like whatever. But I'm, is that like the what the? The I don't driving know. forces. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I don't understand it. I know there's a lot of like incentive to going in and being on the floor because there's so much free stuff. Like some people just go just to go around with their big old totes and right. just fill it with junk. So like you know, I get that, but yeah, I don't think there's any sort of incentive for the hall, the the panels as aside from just being there. Every year in New York, we have the Walking Dead panel, and every year. Same thing. People are staying overnight. That thing is filled before the place opens. Oh my and I was like, gosh. who? I guess who the hell is going to see this stuff? Yeah, that's. I think the Walking Dead is what broke it. Like, remember, we used to go to panels all the time. Like, we. Yeah. Used, what was? Remember, we went to that Battlestar panel and we sat through like eight panels before it just to, like to get in. <laughs> that was the Prince Caspian one. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was Prince Caspian. What was it? Wally and it Wally one? because yeah. it's a hundred years ago. Yep. <laughs> And then and the Walking Dead showed up, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, no. 
right because that was the other they don't if you're sitting in for a panel they don't kick you out when the next panel comes up Uh, so what happens is the walking dead people the ones that are desperate to see walking dead they show up for like you know the my little pony panel and then we'll stay the eight hours in order yeah. to watch the stupid Walking yeah. Dead panel. So it's like it, it becomes not worth it. So they actually opened up a secondary theater at Madison Square Garden that you could walk to. And that actually worked out really well because that crowd isn't nearly as big. Um, so they do, you know, like not the big, big shows, but like Star Trek had the thing out there. Marvel had a thing out there. Nothing crazy, but still it gives a little satellite thing. Yeah, but still like, I mean, come on, like. The Java Center is like you can't even walk around anymore. Even with even with those couple panels moved, yeah. like they closed down that wing where Artist Alley was, and like now it's just in a closet in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. They're they're doing some construction in there. I think it's it should be open this year, um, but we'll find out. And here's my wife. Look, it's Jared. <laughs> hey, Heidi. Hey, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> So there you go. Wait, how All right. Did she hear so, <laughs> yeah. How does she hear him? Oh, she doesn't. Did you hear him? Yeah. You did, Jared. You're just very loud. Uh oh. Okay. Wait. Should we? <laughs> oh. Well. Okay. That's a good segue into the airing of the grievances, by the way. All right. So let's do the airing of the grievances. Okay. <laughs> Since I'll probably never be back here, but you can <laughs> ready go uh so was it so okay i believe a couple of episodes you called ago you called me thunderously loud I think was thunderously the loud that's so, fair uh <laughs> which made me reevaluate every the times people have told me that and i was like you know what maybe i <laughs> that's what made me come to the realization that you're really loud this is what I'm really loud so 20 so, years of me telling you you're loud wasn't yeah, counting so, yeah i mean who listens to you so <laughs> nobody so good on you there but thank you the bigger gripe. So, when you were talking a couple, uh, I think maybe it was last week about you like to sit and think about the movie for a minute. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. And which is fine. I, I know that. <laughs> and then you brought me up and were like, "Oh, Jared just turns to me immediately after every movie. Just says this sucks." Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I can think of only one movie that we saw together that I actually thought was bad immediately, and right, that we- was. Man of Steel, which you said was better than the Avengers, which come on now, I get wrapped up in the moment. Like because, I said, I gotta like, I gotta like sit through it a little bit. We've sat through plenty of movies that so you're like, that no, sucks. no, I, I know, but the okay, so let's go through the list. So the okay. prequel, the prequels, we all left in delusional thinking it was they were amazing. So I remember walking like out of Attack of the Clones saying like, wow, that was almost as good as Empire. So yeah, I saw Attack of the Clones. I think even with you three times, like, yeah. and then a couple more after that. I was like, oh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> oh wait! Actually, I tell a lie. The uh, the Indiana Jones four, whatever that yeah. one was called. I remember me, you, and Andy had to sit in the Outback Steakhouse and drink for an hour <laughs> <laughs> to come to terms with it. Uh, was it good? Was it not? I guess it was good. Was it good? Or was it good just because we were excited to say it? Shia LaBeouf was Shia La- was that monkeys? Yeah, we did all that much, stuff. Pretty much, how it went. But other than that, I can't think of any movies that we saw together that I thought were bad. That I would have been like, that sucked. The first thing that pops into my head is Rocketman, but you did not say it sucked, Rocketman. No, I like Rocketman. You enjoy Rocketman, but I don't It's like, it, oh. what was the last thing see, we saw before? So, because we see all the uh, Marvel movies together. Not all. We've seen a couple. We don't see all of them. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy together. That was, I love that one. Yeah. 
I, so before, I need time to, to, to toast on that one. Toast on that one. I need time to, like, percolate on that. Percolate? <laughs> I need time to think about that one. And then uh, I will give you a else? list. The, new, the, the, the new Star Wars, we all saw together. Solo, I said, was fine. I didn't even say it was terrible. I just said it was fine. Shit, maybe it was. Was it episode seven? I walked out loving that movie. Oh, I don't know. I gotta look. let me think about it. I'm gonna, I'll get right, back. I, yeah, if I, you come up, you you think about it. Come up, come gotcha. up. To I'm telling you, it's man, it was Man of Steel and Indiana Jones Four. Maybe Those it was, that, it was so traumatic for me. I just imagine that every single movie. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. He'd done it once or twice, so now it just turned into every time. Every single time. <laughs> All right, so you have on the list. You're done airing the grievances. Oh yeah, that the grievances are out. Um, Red Stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, So. <laughs> if no one has seen, so Lucasfilm, uh, to get everyone excited for the new movie, has released a promotional photo of red stormtroopers. Now, Rob, <laughs> did you ever think that when you were a little kid watching Star Wars, you would get to see a stormtrooper that was red? I, I, and I not, don't know. And not the red stormtrooper that was in uh, Return of the Jedi or the ones that were in The Last Jedi. The r- <laughs> so we have the Imperial Guards from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> And then we have whatever, like, the guy with, like, the baseball hat on backwards, like, yeah. helmet. That guy was in uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, I guess. I don't, you know, I saw that. And I just kind of assumed that's what that was. But that's, like, yeah. that's not what that is. That is a special <laughs> Sith Stormtrooper. No big deal. Exactly. And everyone's, everyone is flipping out over it. Like, I read, like, some kind of, like, dumb comic book website thing piece. It was, like... 10 things the Red Stormtrooper could mean. And I'm like, why? Why has it gotten to this point? Uh, <laughs> remember, remember when we loved Star Wars? I do. I still love Star Wars. <laughs> it's everybody else that's jumping shit on it. But it's like when you have that, like, hey, look at this. It's a Red Storm. Like, that's, if that's, maybe that's the only thing they can, re- let me, let me defend Lucasfilm here for a minute, uh, not even Lucasfilm, let me defend Disney here for a minute, maybe it's the only thing that they could release that's not spoilery? You mean aside from the photo of what looks like the new Endor? <laughs> well, there's the that. that. And the fact that Darth Vader's probably coming back? Well, listen, it is, it, it's Comic-Con time, they needed an exclusive, and, uh... Um, Red Stormtrooper. Red Stormtrooper is going to be it. Uh, it's too bad. This is what it is. This is, this is our childhood. is turned into Red Stormtrooper for Comic-Con. Exactly. It'll be a $300 uh, exclusive action figure. Dude, it's like, it's expensive. Like the one from Hot Toys, like this, the one six scale, that thing's like 250 300 bucks. So just saying. I still have the Darth Vader from Celebration 3 that you waited all line, you waited all day in line for that thing. And what's it going for at eBay? 15 bucks if yep. that but worth it think of the friendships that were made on that line waiting for that thing that's priceless exactly can't put a price on that buddy <laughs> but uh, so Beth just to know like when I say all day I mean Rob invites me to Indianapolis because he was going to go to Star Wars Celebration with someone I fly to Indianapolis and he's like okay we go to the convention he gets online for an action figure I don't see him all day <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet up for dinner, and I'm just walking around this convention center alone all day. And he comes out—he comes out disheveled with a bag of four action figures. <laughs> I gave you one, didn't I? Wasn't it worth it? I had to buy you a steak to get it, which was, wasn't even oh, worth. Oh, did that. you? Holy shit! Yeah, we went to like I... some—we went to like some 
dump steakhouse where everyone was smoking because they allow that in the Midwest. <laughs> That's the thing I remember about it. That's all right. The, the taxi driver that used to drive me from the hotel, the same cab driver. <laughs> Was like we were running late. And he's like, "Oh, I re- you know, I got this thing to do. I got, I got to head over and down to the meth clinic." And I was like, Wait, "What? <laughs> Can you just drop me off, please? I'll walk the rest of the way." So good times in Indianapolis. <laughs> all right, kids. That's all we, I want to say about that. <laughs> we are an hour and eight minutes, mm-hmm. which is precisely where we need to be. Perfect. So um, I think we should. We'll we'll, we'll wrap it up here. <laughs> What's this with uh, Lion King getting bad reviews? Oh shit! Yeah, all right. Come on, so, man. Yeah, all we right. got a couple more topics. We can go. All a little right, bit go ahead. Get, Get your shit it. together. All right. So Lion King got bad reviews. Talk to me about Lion King's bad reviews. Did anyone see it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not out yet, but I read through a few of the reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes earlier today, and uh, I mean, it's at like I think from critics at on Rotten Tomatoes at like a 59% right now. Yeah. Um, I read some positive, some negative. A lot of people are saying it's, it's like the special effects is the only thing that's like good about it. And that it was just like a disservice to like the 1994 animated one. Um, but then a lot of people said it was good too. So I think it's just, you know, mixed by critics, but there was one that I screenshot just because it was, I don't know, it was kind of clever, and it just seemed like something, like, Rob, you, or, like, Tyler would would, would say in a review. It, this guy said, Sometimes it's fascinating, frequently it's ludicrous, and sometimes, like when an incredibly realistic animal dies on screen in front of you while its only child mourns him, it's borderline grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. How grotesque are they making this? Like, are they showing, like, a lion ripping the intestines out of a gazelle? Like, what is going on? I think he's just... And then I read people say that, like, Pumbaa and Timon steal the show, which, obviously, they stole the show in the the animated one as well. But, I don't know. It it was pretty mixed in all the reviews I watched. But, yeah, a lot of people were just saying it was, you know... It had all the music that we're all, you know, familiar with. And But, that yeah, Yeah. this... But fifty nine percent on a, a Disney movie that is not fantastic. Yeah, someone made a. I didn't screenshot it, but someone said something about how like it's hard to be worse than like the atrocity that Aladdin was. <laughs> but it's you know it's it's up. But there. Aladdin was fifty seven percent. Yeah, and ninety four percent audience score. That's ridiculous. I oh for well, Rotten Tomatoes didn't have an audience score this morning when I looked. Yeah, fifty seven percent. Uh, credits. Oh, are you talking about Aladdin? Aladdin. Oh, yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and just... I'm really, like, bummed because, I, you know, I still haven't seen Aladdin because, I, you know, I just got, <laughs> you know, shit happened. And then I kind of got discouraged by all the bad reviews. And, like, Lion King is, I think, my number one favorite Disney movie. Aladdin is probably number two. And I'm, like, so excited for it. And now I'm just, like, worried that I'm going to be, like, fuck it. I'll wait because of all the bad reviews already now. So... I, re- I got to go see it, though. I is, but is go. it one of those things you got to see in the theater? Do you have to see it in the theater, or can you just wait a couple of weeks for it to come out in the... Oh, I could totally wait. Yeah. I just would... I want to see it, so... Oh. But I'm just, yeah, worried that I might not go see it now because it's, you know, getting bad reviews just like Aladdin <laughs> did, and I might just end up waiting. You know, th- we could all hope that it does badly enough for them not to do these movies anymore. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> How many live-action movies do we need? 
<laughs> I mean, we already we have Mulan coming. We have Little Mermaid coming. So they're not stopping anytime yeah. soon. It's too bad. I thought everybody was kidding with Mulan, but sure enough. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's already a there's thing. a trailer. Yeah. That's crazy. Has the, on this podcast, the controversy with the Little Mermaid casting been addressed? We have not. So why don't no, you tell and us I about actually it put it in the, um, I, I submitted it last week to Anthony about, and he, he didn't put it in there. So I don't know if he oh. just doesn't want to address it or, but no, oh. we haven't talked about it. <laughs> so then let's I, uncomfortably wait until he comes in so he can guide us through that yeah, one yeah. before we get in more trouble for some reason I, I'm, Rob I'm envisioning him kicking that door down behind you and just like <laughs> leaping in sorry I got the sword of Aragorn there as well I could just defend myself alright All right, so now we're, in, we're an hour and 12 minutes in so I we're, let's stop here Boys and girls. <laughs> so, Beth, thank you as always. Jarrett, thank you for hopping on and giving this a go. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And when Anthony um, decides he doesn't want to do the podcast anymore because he's a dad, then, you know, <laughs> I'll, we'll t- I'll take the reins. <laughs> All right, I, I, got, I got some changes in mind for this podcast. So I'm, happy, I'm eager to implement them. <laughs> I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> He snorted. I, I snorted because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> All right. Beth, I'll see you in a couple days. See you in a couple days. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. All right. That's another Pop Culture News podcast completed. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank Anthony for uh, having faith in us, for doing this without him. And uh, we wish uh, you and Nicolette and Violet the best. Hope you guys are resting. Um, and thanks to Beth and Jared for jumping on. Um, and again, thanks everybody for listening. That always is very cool. So thank you for listening. Uh, we could always use those five star reviews and appreciate them on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to give us that like and rate on Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Tell a friend, tell a hundred friends, and uh, give us a follow on Instagram at the Morning Beatdown. Um, and we're gonna do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>